a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to my grill man, Hamish. <laughs> That's me sizzling up some content for the show. One hot serve, sir. And one free serve for you, Jack. One complimentary on the house. Hot piece of content. Ahoy to my fry man, Jacko. Oh. <laughs> it's heating up as well. What are you? Like, the waiter. Uh, Andy's taking the orders. I'm rapping, probably. You front counter? Uh, nah, <laughs> we're all out the back. We're all out the back. Having fun. Having fun. Having fun. I'm just wrapping the burgers. You're grilling them. Jack, was, the was it someone's job just to rap? Yep. And they were... Sorry, I should point out for people here, we have slipped into the mode where Andy gives us an in-depth insight into how McDonald's worked in the late 90s. Yeah. Sorry, Um, we're just so used to talking about it, we don't even really go, oh, this is Andy referencing from 1998 when he used to work at McDonald's. Um, We're just straight into it now. Straight into it these days. Uh, So back in the day... Back in the day, it was a fun... you'd, You'd know why I love this role, because... Back in the day, it wasn't made to order. Yes, so you're you'd just fi- making. You'd fill your bins and you're anticipating. So the, the shoots, the, the burger shoots, shoots and yeah. they'd, they'd stock up, and you'd put little timers on them, and you had to throw them out if, yeah. if as soon as the timer ran out. And so, so you can go into Macca's and you could get a cheeseburger immediately yes. if there was enough in the shoot, which yep. was an advantage. Mm. But at the same time, you could be getting a slightly, you know, two-minute old one. And I loved trying to judge when the rush was coming, looking yeah. at the clock. Hey, is it is it a Saturday? Is it after school time? And just getting the burgers perfectly. Dream come true. The, the, the arrival timing up, <laughs> timing so it up. When supply met demand. <laughs> yes. For a lot, of, a lot of some people like orgasming. Yeah. But Andy, <laughs> Andy. Prefers to see supply and demand met perfectly <laughs> equilibrium. Uh, yeah, equilibrium. A conogasm. <laughs> uh, ahoy also Still to- a fan of the old gas. <laughs> <Yeah. aren't you? laughs> Not against them. No, no. Do you just have a feeling that feels better up your sleeve? <laughs> exactly. I like both gases. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the one you the second one you talk oh, of, yeah. That's the rare stuff. <laughs> that's, that's the good stuff. That's the stuff you chase. <laughs> also, uh, ahoy to Dan from the UK. Amish and Andy and Jack. I'm oh, calling from the future, boys. It's Dan. It's an animal. It's the year 2050. <laughs> calling out the UK, give you an idea of what's in your futures. Well, I've just finished reading the eighth instalment of your Paramoose book and it's an absolute belter. Yes. Return to form after issue seven, which was not your best work, lads. <laughs> Phoning it in. What happens? Well... Jack, you find a way to speed up your slow guitar and you go on to sell millions of records worldwide, you little weasel. Andy, your tall terrier, it gives you three beautiful tall terrier pups, one of which is taller than the giant gumboot in Tully, over 7.9 metres tall. (laughs) You love the giant gumboot. And Haim, you win an Oscar. You win an Oscar, my friend, but not for a movie. Oh. Rather for movie in a minute, your famous old segment. You bring it back to critical acclaim. So what bring the- it back, get recording, and take care of yourselves, lads. Cheers. Wow, the Danimal. Thank you so much. So much good news for all of us. I would like to thank in advance the Academy yes. for recognising, it's got to be the first time ever, a yeah. radio segment <laughs> for an Academy Award. Well, as as basically attention spans diminish throughout the future, I'd imagine, and also 
the costs of filming become way too high because right, no one's going to the cinemas anymore. There will movie. be a one-minute movie that wins an Oscar. Yep. Heard it here first in the year 2021. Um, hey, that's great. I would like to hear Movie in a Minute come back. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> From my memory, it needs to be a movie that you haven't seen but I have seen. Yes. Doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and and then, I quickly surmise it in a minute. And then everybody can mm-hmm. has seen it essentially after that. It's the same satisfaction. You guarantee the same satisfaction. I do. <laughs> <laughs> with the use of perfectly placed sound effects. Yes. With As, all due respect to the filmmakers, yes, yes I can <laughs> deliver the same uh, feeling yeah. and the same uh, journey that their piece of art that probably took them 10 years to make. Mm. I can achieve that in a minute. Well, you say movie in a minute, but it generally goes for about nine to ten as you try and realise that you've got way too many sound effects. <laughs> from, yeah, from memory, the Titanic was neck and neck with the running time of the film. <laughs> hey, I want to do this quickly just off the top because it was so much fun the other day, but verbal unsubscribes oh. when emails are coming in. In fact, we should open it up to anyone Let us know. who wants to send it. We'll, we'll make a specific, we don't do it regularly, but should we do a little specific tab? Yeah, we can do a tab at the website. Yeah, it, so verbal this, unsubscribes. If you are getting too many Email. unsolicited, too much spam from people, and I was, what I was going to say there, the reason I paused was I was like, I think last the last time we talked about it, it was like you, these are some of the ones you can't figure out how to unsubscribe to. But yep. you know what? It's not even that. It's like... I know for some of these, I could probably unsubscribe if yep. I would jump through all the hoops. It's more I would like to raise the point that you should never have started pestering me in the first place. <laughs> yes. And I think that's the spirit of verbal this unsubscribe. This isn't spam. It's actually, the, the, these this ones is, we signed up to. Yep. Don't get us wrong. This isn't us saying, oh, these companies are breaking the spam laws. No. They're probably doing it legally. Yep. What we're asking for is a modicum mm. of common sense <laughs> with how much you think I should be hearing from you yeah, yeah. based on what you sell. <laughs> And my interaction with you. Yeah. Because some of them, i.e. cat nets mm. from last time, it's almost daily. Do you want to kick it off? Who have I got? I'll tell you who's been hitting me up lately. Mm. The indoor plant company. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll admit, I perused for an indoor plant. Yes. I had a squizzed in indoor plant, was thinking of buying one for my wife because I'm a romantic. Mm-hmm. I was going to put it on her desk. It, he, there, I, I'm pretty sure it's the indoor plant company. I'll say this up top. They're good. They seem to be good. They seem to be a good company. Here's how they get you. They go, hey, we're taking the stress out of indoor plants. And when they say that, you go, yeah, I guess there is a bit of stress in the indoor plant. I don't um, <laughs> I want a good one. I want one that's not going to stain. I want one yeah. that's I'm not going to have to water a lot. I want one that looks luscious but requires zero maintenance, yeah. basically. And it's going to survive indoors. And they go, you know, you don't know about plants. We do. We know the Latin names. Yeah. Um, just take the quiz and yeah. f- t- tell us what you want how big your space is, and we'll tell you the perfect plant. Right. And I go, you got me. Married at first sight, four plants. Yes. 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 <laughs> They've got a team it's of judges. It's the bold social experiment. <laughs> Hamish and a fig leaf fern. <laughs> <laughs> so you fill out the questionnaire, and they and you're thinking, this is, gonna be great. This is great. What a great use of AI mm. to just tell you the right plant for you. Because secretly in my head, I was going to go, I'm going to get the name of this plant, and then I'll just, I don't know, maybe I'll buy it somewhere else. Yes. Then they go, great, we've got your results. Just give us your email. Uh, and I fell for it, yes. and I gave them the email. They send you the thing, and they go, here's your perfect plant. Yeah. By that stage, I've lost interest in buying an indoor <laughs> plant. I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> I haven't bought. I'm not interested. I've lost. Mm. I was bored mm. all the time now, every day. Hey, we've got specials on. Yeah. We've got, where are you? Are you still thinking of that plant? It's like, <laughs> no. If I didn't come back, yeah. it's not for me. Yeah. It wasn't for me. You, m- I didn't need a prompt reminder. I, I haven't been walking around for days going, what was it that I had to get back it, it, to? It's one of those ones where you go, mm. 
can we have it passed into law that yep. people know how to use their phones, yep. they know how to use their computers, yep. if I if they want something, they will come back. <laughs> you don't have to keep asking them if they still want it because if they haven't got it, mm. they know how to get you. Mm. Like I will come back. I know how to search for indoor plants. Yep. I don't need it. That's perfectly put because this applies to this company. Who's that, yeah? One, three cabs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's not. I don't need a reminder that cabs exist. <laughs> no, and that, that, and that is the not. The email it's not came a per- in yesterday, and it was like these are places our customers are travelling. Well, yeah, because they needed to go there. Like this is I'm unbelievable. Not, I don't go. Guys, oh, one, three shit, cabs, I better I mean, get, get on a one three cabs, and because someone wanted to go to Penrith, one three cabs. Where are you going to? I don't know. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> what would you recommend? Any specials? What are today's specials? Um, Artarman. Yeah, Sounds okay. good. What's over there? A lot of car repair places. Yeah, all right. Well, let's uh, let's start with that and then we'll see if we're still hungry for more trip. And what I love about it, it's clearly there. someone has to come, in with, come up with what are we sending. Some, something. What are we sending out to everybody who has subscribed to the app? I'm like, we could... Um, we could put in what other people are going. Yeah, we could, <laughs> we could give them FOMO. <laughs> here's, here's one I've been getting. There's a company called Worldview. And Worldview is a startup mm. that I reckon I investigated five years ago. Yep. A, I don't think this company is, I don't think they've had a test flight yet. Essentially, this is pre-Bezos, pre, you know, yep. like Branson going into space five, six years ago. They've made a capsule, yep. um, kind of like a sealed up, capsule like you might see it go to the bottom of the ocean and it can take about five or six people in it and you put big balloons they put huge balloons on it it goes into space so oh, wow. their idea is like we're, we're going to helium you out to space wow. american company yeah and i think it was back in radio show days where i was like maybe you and i could go and do this yeah i signed up curiously once <laughs> they keep me abreast like on an almost daily basis of where the testing's at. They've got a new CFO. They're thinking about maybe moving their test site to Nevada. Like, they treat me like I'm one of their head scientists with the amount of information I have coming in. I know more about Worldview than I do about, like, 95% of my family. <laughs> because there's, like, nowhere near, yeah. way more than my dad. Like, yeah. they, they Are they still ex- going ahead? Surely if they haven't sorted it out by now that they... That's what I think. Yeah. I, and it feels like they've pivoted a few times. Yeah. Maybe now it's just, like, you know, state view. <laughs> We're not going as high. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. you and I, um, being the, the uh, clothing industry, yes, the necessary essential services clothing industry, yeah, selling exactly. the lost touch in touch with the common t shirts, mm. um, all but a very few customizable yeah. um, sizes remain. We've got some very very large sizes left. Also, some of the larger sizes are the ones we're selling. We're intervention fashion. Here we are. Yep. Which is, and it's so. Surprise, that, surprise, told you. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> we've got, we're the only people in intervention fashion. Yeah. Which is nice. Nice to be here. Sometimes. Not you, looking over our shoulder. They'll come for us. Sometimes you can be in intervention fashion. Like if, um, you know, mother-in-laws can sometimes give daughter-in-laws, I've noticed, um, fashion that is an intervention <laughs> that sort of says, hey, I, I think so poorly of you, you'd wear this. <laughs> But that's more of an accidental intervention. No, we're in the game. We're in the we're in the clothing game, Mm. Um, and so we understand what it's like to be fulfilling orders. And we run a bit of it. We run an interesting model. We run a customer service optional model. You know, you want it, you pay for it. Once you've paid for it, 
you'll be delighted with it. Well, no, we don't guarantee that. No, we don't, do we? You, no, once you pay for <laughs> you it, have you it. deserve it. You have it. <laughs> once you pay for it, you have it. It exists. It exists. And it's certainly better than not having it. Yeah. But yes, we're not putting any sort of quality <laughs> level on it. <laughs> yes, we didn't promise quality no. customer service. That's that's something other companies do. Yeah. We you just it's binary. You just either have it or you don't. Yeah. And when you've got it, you say thank you. <laughs> because it's better than not having it. And it's a dollar well spent. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've, we've sailed successfully through our experience of shipping the teas, mm. um, returning those that were allowed to be returned yep. if you bought customer service for $1. Mm. I find myself in a position now where I'm, it's funny because we're in, in the game, yeah. but I'm dealing with a few people from the customer side of things. Like I'm the customer. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, having been through a fair bit of lockdown in Sydney, I buy things, you know, it is my... Penchant yeah, to get, you love get uh, distracted late at night and purchase some things. I bought a pair of shoes recently, mm-hmm. just some sneakers. But you know what? I'm in sneakers every day um, at the park. Got to going to upgrade the sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bought my shoes online. Bought the sneakers online. Now I understand that with COVID, there's a lot of there's like warehousing problems, there's backlogs and yeah. stuff. And I get that. That's totally fine. Companies, though, that don't take a leaf out of our book, mm. companies that really try hard to be your best friend when you buy something, find themselves in a position now where I notice a lot of stuff you buy online, you get the estimated delivery time, which is like two or three days. Yep. Then you get second the follow-up emails of like, look, yep. things haven't gone as planned, which they probably knew before they sent it out. But Why do they do that? Got to get the sale. It's a bit like you, though. You always go to me, I'll be there in 10. <laughs> <laughs> they never promise 10 early, 10 late. <laughs> I'll go... No, just say 25. Oh, and well, we be... hope to. In, <laughs> in exceptional circumstances, 10 could happen with no written, with all green lights in a jet car. I'll be, I'll be there in 10. So I've bought these sneakers, right? And then, so the first thing I get from this company is like, oh, you know, first of all, you know, they, so the, the new thing in customer service to realize with these emails is like a really personalized, trying to keep it yeah. fun. Like, you know, we thank you so much for your order. Like, you know, mm. you're going to love it. Well done. Hey, you know, you've done the hard bit. It's on its way. You know where they try and <laughs> do with a lot of haze. Yeah, they, they are trying to be like best friends and like, you know, good news. You know, you're going to be looking so great in these sneakers. They're coming to you. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, great. Well, I'm looking forward to getting them. That's why I got them. <laughs> then the next one comes being like, listen, dude, um, you know, these bums are so bad because yeah. we, uh, we love a customer service and we really pride ourselves on our speedy delivery times. But due to, you know, prob- there's a bit of a problem. We're going to keep you posted. Yeah. Right. Then I get this email. This is probably like six or seven days after buying the shoes, which I don't really care that much about. So I'm like, in their mind, I guess I'm sitting here shoeless, like yeah. pacing up and down, like <laughs> yeah. in bare feet, just yeah, exactly. need to get out there. So they send him out going, we need to be straight with you. <laughs> <laughs> and But you can tell it's auto-generated. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, getting yeah. this email, right? Because they're a big company. They're like, you know, we... One of the things that we, you know, pride ourselves on, it's so important in our world, is the speed with which we can get orders out the door. But to be honest, your order is taking a lot longer to get out of our warehouse than we would like. We are working, this is the exact quote, we are working around the clock to get your order out of the warehouse. <laughs> but if we can't do this in the next couple of days, we will refund your order. What? Right? I mean, don't, I mean, we would never do that in our yeah. service. <laughs> But so they just go, we just refund and not send them out? Which I guess, like I get that they're like, we're, we're backlogged. But the way they phrase it of going, because they tr- it's automatically generated, yep. but they make it sound like it's personal. Yes. So when they, when they go, we're working around the, the clock, clock to get your order out the warehouse, <laughs> it makes me think of 
10 people yeah. staring at a high shelf <laughs> with, with my big... sneakers up there and them going, listen, how long have we been here? Jerry, how long have we been here for? 24 hours. Yeah. One's dragging how are we a whiteboard get them down? How are going, Hamish's shoes. <laughs> All right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask again the group. Mm. Yeah. Do we have a ladder? I mean, <laughs> yes, you've asked this. You've asked this. Okay, I'm just back to basics. We have got to get those shoes down from the shelf, okay? It's been six days. Dave, Does I, anyone have any ideas? Dave, well, I haven't oh, seen my kids. No, I, I, we're I, not leaving till we get them down. I said we're going to work around the clock. We've got three days left to crack this. What if we took our one of our shoes off and we threw it at the box? Well, good idea, but if we miss, yeah. now we've got three shoes up there. <laughs> And we've already got Nancy's shoe up there. We already, we already have a track record of not being able to get the shoes down. We can get them up. How are we going to get them down? Three days, 72 hours. I want our best suggestions. No one goes home. Um, and a mm-hmm. small follow-on from last week's episode. Oh, yeah, actually. Just before you do, yeah. last week we did a bit of tying up loose ends. We forgot to mention we're still trying to get the safe oh, yes. from your house, COVID restrictions. But we full, full, full disclosure, yeah. the whole reason we decided to do the segment tying up loose ends <laughs> is because we wanted to mention to people we're still planning on cracking the safe that was found in the wall of my house mm-hmm. uh, during the renovations for riches for all. Yeah, What's come from the wall, it's riches for all. We're very excited to find out mm-hmm. and see the jewels spill forth. Yep. Um, hoping, hoping for a felt bag. Hoping for a felt bag uh, or many felt bags yes. or just bullion rubies, gold. Mm. You know in the cartoons when the the safe opens mm. and the, the gem, gems spill out? Oh, that'd be nice. Well, when you think about it, you would have – it's very difficult to fill the safe that way so there's so <laughs> many jewels. You know you know what I mean, yeah, you, Jacko? Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that iconic yeah. like gold. Like Scrooge McDuck type thing. Yeah, that yeah. iconic kind of gold and jewels shot where yeah. they tip out. Yes. You'd actually have to tip the safe on its back, That's open the door up, mm-hmm. fill the safe to the brim with your jewels, mm-hmm. close it up, then tip it back onto its feet. Or, so when you open it up, you get the spill out effect. Yeah, that's or put a wall in that is sticky on one side. So yep. once, so say it's a bit of plastic. So once the door closes, it sticks to the, <laughs> to the Complicated. door. And then when you open the door, that wall it also takes it with it. Takes it with it. And you never it, see that though. You don't see the film. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, find a film a that yeah. will dissolve in the, perhaps with a, you know, so you seal it up. Yep. You've got all your jewels in there. You squash them in, you seal it up. Mm. Then you tip a, you close the safe and then you squirt a bit of water in, knowing that will dissolve behind it. Ah, that's a good. So idea. next time you open the safe, jewels, <laughs> jewels will spill forward. Or you have, it's what you should actually, what you probably yeah. will find if you look into the safe market. Yeah. You've got your box, your normal box safe with the standard front door, mm. and a smaller coated door at the top mm. for the jewel filling holes. Yes, so they, that's a right, small yeah. latch that opens up at the top that's also locked because yep. you can't have a. No point in having a trapdoor in a safe. Yes. Like, then so you that's go, got its own code. Pour your diamonds, pour your jewels in yep. here. So for those that enjoy the spill out effect yeah. when you open it up, <laughs> that's what it'd be. So we're looking forward to that. <laughs> we're that's looking what it, forward. We're, yes, and we're hoping that can happen during this week. Yeah, we're going to get onto that. We've talk, talked to the builders, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, like, just you know, waiting." I think we're all cleared, actually. I think right. we're going to get out there and do it. Got- and I'm your bubble buddy. So- You're my bubble buddy. That's so- totally fine. And I think we're getting a petrol-powered grinder. Wow. Big dog to yeah. cut it off. Yeah. Right. We should employ a guy called Big Dog as well. Yeah. <laughs> well I think it's just Roe that's helping okay, us out. Okay, he's We'll call him Big Dog. He is dog the Big Dog on yeah. site. Okay. Well, we both kind of are. Um- <laughs> <laughs> 
a tall terrier that hasn't quite grown into his <laughs> big dog status on site. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I wasn't on site today, but things are, <laughs> <laughs> things are building along well. Anyway, the other thing that we have to get to mm. uh, from last week is I took some shots at an ad. At a billboard ad. Mm. I worst, when you, you, think I said it's Sydney's worst ad. ad. Yep, I've since seen the ad and I agree with mm. you on text. I mm. said, yeah, it's a shocker. Mm. And I Look, I really, I wheeled up the cannon <laughs> and just fired shot after shot after shot into the side of yeah. the, this ship that was just out for a nice sail. Mm. I was just, just, you know, yeah. I've peppered, peppered the ad with some harsh criticism. Yeah. Some of which I stand by mm-hmm. and others which need to be addressed. For people that, you know, haven't seen the ad. We're just a tiny refresher. It's, it's, it's. I said, I think I said, it's a sort of a chubby bearded guy <laughs> that with a shower cap on. Has become confident, controversial <laughs> because. It's and been I just revealed. said, oh, look, these days you have to, you just have to have one of those guys in your ad, like every car ad, beer ad, whatever. Just chubby, chubby guy with a beard. He's wearing a shower cap. He's wearing a shower cap, and then which we discussed was probably to make sure to sell, that people so know just didn't look he's like in the, he's nude. Yeah, he's yeah. in the shower. Oh, he's in the shower, but it, but it's like it makes it a bit more fun. Yes, it doesn't. It's not just a naked guy. <laughs> and there's steam in the shower. There's a fire fighter coming through the window. Who's like, oh, nice. realizes it's just a shower. It's just steam. And says, don't turn your shower into a sauna. Mm. Be careful with water. Now, I remember being very pro the message. Yes. Uh, we're very, very into water conservation. Mm. I had issues with the ad on a couple of levels. Yeah. There was insulting to firefighters that they would mistake steam <laughs> for smoke. Yeah. Um, uh, just a bathroom shower for a chemical fire yep. or a house fire. And yeah, I might have had a, I might have, we also said that it was more of an ad for temperature. Yeah, that's, that steam's got nothing to do with wasting water. Yeah, you exactly. Need, you need as, some sort of flooding references, or it, it kind of assumed that have as long a cold shower as you want. Yeah, because yeah. the danger really it's more the steam, <laughs> yeah. more the steam that's bothering yeah. the earth, and we know that's not true. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it it just focused on the wrong aspect of water. Yeah, I suppose yeah. was that small bugbear. So do you want to say Okay, so first of all, that this my my complaint received some corrections from the public. Mm. They said, "Hey mate, it's Shane Jacobson." <laughs> <laughs> it's beloved actor. Yes, Ken, yeah. Shane Jacobson, which television I, and film and friend of the show. And friend of the show. And when he lent us a bus. <laughs> he did lend he us, us a bus, bus to tour. That's a friend. That's a, a that's a thing a friend does. Good friend of the show. Now, you weren't to know um, because I, I saw the same billboard, didn't recognise him as Shane, but when I saw the advertisement, the TVC thing, you know, I, I had, I didn't realise there was an accompanying TVC with it. Mm. This is this is my slight mea culpa. Yeah, uh, these are the bits that I that I now understand at a broader context. Mm. I go, okay, there's a TVC that goes with it. So the billboard itself is a sort of referencing the ad. Mm. You give it, you give a slight pass. Then yeah. sometimes billboards. That's why the ad capture the magic. Yeah, that's why the ad is not great as a billboard, (laughs) but if it is referencing a TV ad and it's meant to make you think of the TV ad, you go, okay, see what you're going for there. Everyone's just trying to do their best, (laughs) Shane included. Yeah. And it's hard for him to do the kind of comedy he likes to do in in billboard form. Oh, yeah, as a still. Very hard. (laughs) Not many people you'll find are a stills comedian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, exactly. You don't get him a lot. No. Even Charlie Chaplin yeah. preferred moving. He loved Whilst it. he didn't talk, no. he preferred moving. moving. Yeah. He needed that extra dimension. As, as they sat in front of Charlie and they crossed things off the list, they went, no talk. He's like, yeah, I can do that. Sure, we don't have the technology to make you talk on film. No, <laughs> exactly. so I've kind of got an idea for something that won't require yeah. talking. And, and we can have you moving. Well, I that's do right. need to move. I've got a funny walk. 
I have a funny walk and I need to move. <laughs> okay, we'll get but I'm happy that. for people to see pictures of me mid-funny walk yeah. only if it links to a previous piece of footage that, rem- that yeah. they will remember. Yeah. So I understand Shane's not a stills comedian, which is, which is why which is why I was probably judging it very harshly yes. for comedy because yes. it wasn't getting a big laugh from me and it, mm-hmm. and it didn't make that much sense. So first of all, apology to Shane. He is a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Didn't recognise him. I do have face blindness. Yes. That's a legitimate thing. <laughs> yeah. I, so I often don't recognise people that I know. Mm. Um but even he'd agree he's not pulling he his would, Shane-like face. He'd have to agree. And maybe, maybe it's because he was feeling the pressure of being a stills comedian. So it pushed him into a whole new face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. that he hadn't tried before. <laughs> and then maybe the, the the producers and, like, he was mistaking new face yeah. with... I don't think it would have been on him. I think the Someone direct- said, someone has, I've had many people actually go, hey, do you know that Shane Jacobson in that ad that you had a problem with? Yeah. Having said that, he's been photoshopped to pieces. Yeah. I, I, I think that he would Shane would agree he doesn't look anything like him. Yeah. Looks like he's much younger brother, mm. to be fair. Yeah. And the, I don't and, know if it's the steam effect or And they when they all sat down trying to capture the comedy in yeah. a still, they would have they would have been there for hours going, Oh, we haven't quite got it. Try just try anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane. Graphic, try anything. Oh, or the graphic guy would have gone, Why don't I smooth out the skin a bit? <laughs> <laughs> and then they would have gone, Yep, when's this due? Forty five minutes. <laughs> Shit, we've been up all night. You know, Stills comedy is hard. Yeah, yeah stop saying that. We know. <laughs> just you know, finish the work, Darren. Yeah. So you can only imagine the mayhem that would have been there right on deadline as they had to get the picture to the bus company to put it on the back of the mm-hmm. bus. So apologies they didn't recognise it was Shane. Um, I do think he'd be fine with not knowing mm. um, with that mistake. And also, I only moved to Sydney recently, so I hadn't been here, I guess. Maybe over summer it was a very popular ad. thing. TV the ad. ad. Maybe it was a big oh. popular TV ad. We have, we've got some footage from the TV ad. Yeah, this is the audio from the, uh, yeah, the TV ad. Ah, g'day. It's Bob here. That's oh. one thing I love most. It's a long, steamy shower. So we know that's shame. Yeah! Funny. Yes, a fire. Hey, there's people in there. Oh. That's a firefighter. Turn it off, Bob. Okay. I still yep. have an issue with the fire. I still have an issue with it as well. And I think yeah. Shane would too. Yeah. The other <laughs> strange thing I think is if I you... get it's hard to make ads. I understand. Mm. I understand you're going for a funny world where mm. maybe these firefighters don't understand the different kinds of white vapor that might hang in the air <laughs> and how one's made of burning wood and the other's made of hot water. And and I maybe still... I'm kicking an ad white down, but yeah. hey I've got to, one to, more to kick lob, to put in. To, <laughs> to lob one more in, it's like if you hire Shane Jacobson, like so well known, yeah, and then he starts by saying, "Hey, Bob here," yeah, immediately I'm thinking, "No, that's Shane." Yeah, because- interesting. Well, I think they're probably trying to create like a "Don't be a Wally with water" campaign, yeah. which maybe was just Victoria, but we grew up with that. Yes, like, don't be Wally. But I didn't Is know that Peter Moon. It could well have maybe been. They've gone. That, you know, that's yeah. it's like a rite of passage as a. But at the time, I just thought he was Wally. So did I. Uh, <laughs> when, I, okay. when I see these, last I think, kick we're going to give. And again, mm. with full recognition that it's, you know, I'll give the ad this, we're talking about it. <laughs> it's working and that's the point of any good ad. In this world mm. where these firemen and the fire department doesn't understand, um, doesn't understand the difference between steam and smoke, at the end the guy goes, turn it off, Bob, which implies he's been over many times before. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? So you would have had to so fight his, he would have had to fight his instincts to say, <laughs> turn it off, Shane. <laughs> yeah, he would have. So, but what you're saying is this fire department, not only do they not know the difference between steam and smoke, but they're so dumb, they keep coming back to the same house for the same false alarm. Okay, now that, yeah. that's too much. <laughs> Hey, it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, a few weeks back now, it was Peter who came on our show and had memorised the entire menu Amazing. of Pino's, uh, Pino's um, Pizzeria. And Zio Pino's, Zio Pino's. Zio, Zio, Zio Pino's Pizzeria. Fantastic work and it reminded us that we should play Pizza Lotto. Um, Alex, I've, been itching, I've been itching for an episode. Alex is standing by. Alex, ahoy to you. Hi boys, how are we? Very well. You Pretty good, Alex. How are you feeling today in terms of where, well, you know, because Pino's is in Sydney, mm. um, where Sydney's pizza appetite is today? Yeah, look, it's dark times, obviously, with the lockdown. Um, I hope yeah. Pino's still in light spirits, but um, yeah, I hope that, you know, regardless of the lockdown, the pizzas are still flowing in and out of the shop at high paces. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think, I mean, because the COVID situation is always changing, right? I don't think it affects pizza preference. No, I think you, no, you know. I, wouldn't it be up? Because take I think away? pizza. I think I think pizza volume would be up, yep. but I don't think anyone would because this. Remember, this is a game of preference, not volume. True. Sorry. This yeah. is a game of what is the next flavor of pizza right. out of the oven, not how many pizzas are coming out per yep. hour. So I, I, if you are a margarita mm. with prosciutto fan or whatever, if you're a Hawaiian fan. Yep. I don't think okay. you would... I've heard them called flavours of pizzas, but you're right, <laughs> yeah, they are. Flavor, would you? They are flavours. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you'd suddenly go, you know what, I'm going capricciosa today because I feel sad. Yeah, you, no. You'd, you'd, if anything, yeah, you'd, you'd double down on your favourite pizza. Yeah, so I agree. I think, I think... You're not risking it. I reckon you're right. I reckon people are more drawn to their... Than the nostalgia. The, the thi- right. And the thing that's going to make them the happiest, they're not taking yes. any risks because no. the, the lunch have needs never, to mean something. If you've never tried the caramelised pumpkin with rocket, remember mm. that was a huge flavour in goat's cheese for a while? Yeah. Not my not my cup of tea. No. And it's not at Pino's, by the way. I don't yeah. want to get sued for libel. <laughs> but, <I> mean, <laughs> but if you were... Add a pizza if you had that as an option. Now's not the time. Now's not the time. Yes, you'd absolutely stick to your Hawaiian. <laughs> um, Alex, uh, sorry, sorry for us digressing. That's all Do good. you you have one in mind, or are you going to check in on Pino's vibe when we call him and then make your decision? It's it's very much a vibe based game. You can't you can't really go in being like, oh, you know, I want supreme or margarita. You know, I mm-hmm. think once I get on the line with Pino, I'll just sort of you know sniff around and see what we're finding. What it's a point true. Out. It's like roulette. You don't drive to the casino going, oh, 17, yeah. 17, yeah. I'm going yeah, on 17. Exactly, yeah. You walk through the casino, mm. you're in the floor, you know, you're obviously gambling responsibly. Mm. You see a table and you go, hang on a sec. Yeah. Why am I feeling 22? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's, how yeah, that's how you play. And you always win. Yeah, no, you never lose. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Um, I can't remember whether we, we play the music too. Pino, don't we? Do we play it now before I the call? I think we play it now because too much is going on when we yeah. get Pino on the okay, phone. Okay, let's play it now. <laughs> when you're having a try to guess the pizza pie, that's a lotto. Pizza lotto. Good luck, Alex. We are going to call Pino now. Hello, is your Pino? Oh, that was quick pickup. Oh. Hello, is Pino Hi. there? Um, just one moment. Thank you. 
Sorry, he's not here at the moment. He's on delivery. Oh, oh of course he is. He's doing it all. So it's Hamish and Andy here. How's oh, it going? Hi, guys. Uh, now, How are you? Are you? Very you good. just missed him. Oh, damn it. That's all right. Are, are you happy to play? This will be a first, but are you happy to be the ringmaster for Pizza yep. Lotto today? What's okay. your name? But there's actually nothing in the oven. Bad ringmaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Okay, okay, there. hang on, hang on. <laughs> Since we're playing a special edition of, Pia, of uh, Pizza yep. Lotto, okay. without telling us, do you remember the last pizza that came out of the oven? Okay, yeah, I do. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, well, that's something. Yeah, that's, that's, it, absolutely. What, what's your hey, name? Oh, because this would be, oh, sorry, what was your name? Laura. Laura. Oh, sorry, Laura, yes, we met. Laura. Yeah. This would be the pizza that Pino has with him at the moment, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, oh, nice. so it's a okay. special pizza, very special pizza. Okay, yeah. Alex, I know you'd prepared for a very different game. You've got Laura and not Pino. <laughs> You've turned up to the Australian Open in footy boots <laughs> and you quickly grab a racket and adapt. Right, I can, I can see Pino. He's on his little moped, I assume. Mm-hmm. It's certainly changed the vibe, but... um. You know what? It's Tuesday. We're feeling good. I'm feeling a supreme. No. Oh, it was a margarita. Oh. Sorry. That's yeah. all right. That's, That's okay. Damn That's it. the game that is part, part of, the of the game. game. Thank you, Laura. Uh, Thanks, love Laura. Keep you. it up. You did a fantastic Thanks, job guys. as the fill-in. Uh, you pay a big kiss for us. Yes. Thank you so much. Well done. Just like a game. Just like when Chrissy Swans fills in for Tommy Glasner and have you been paying attention? It's a yeah, different a style few, of game, but it still it works. And there's a couple of network heads going, oh, oh. maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, commiserations, token of no value coming your way. That's all right, beautiful. Thank you, boys. Yeah, well, we don't care we at all on. about the token. Um, we fight on. It has no value. We do care about That's it. Right. It just has absolutely no value. I will attribute sentiment of value myself. Good man. Up to you. Hey, for many years, we've turned to one man when it comes to things about, all things about apples. The Appleist. Yes, Apple's the fruit, mm. not the famous technology company. <laughs> yes. We go to Marshy for that. We do. Marshy yeah. knows all about Apple, <laughs> but uh, Brian knows yeah. all about apples. He lives in the States. Uh, he's got his own website going, and this would probably be, would be close to eight years since we've kind of turned to him. They don't come up often, questions about apples, but we know we've got it. I do think of him often. You text me the other day. The Appleologist, yeah. You you, you said to me... Couldn't remember because I was at the supermarket with the kids... And we were buying, we were buying apples, mm. and because we've had him on the show before, to, just to give us the do's and don'ts. And yeah. and for people that remember some of Brian's segments, I mean, the passion with which he yeah. speaks about the lowly, the lowlier mm. breeds of apples, the worst flavors. Well, here's a refresher. Have a, have a listen. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's good to be back. I hope since I've left, everyone's taken their red delicious apples and thrown them in a dumpster and <laughs> set it on fire. The worst apple in America. There's a new apple coming to town that people feel like might be the next big thing in Applelandia, and yep. that is the Cosmic Crisp, Whoa. which has such a wonderful name. The Granny Smith's also an Australian one. Absolutely terrible. Granny Smith is the 16th worst apple on the apple list. It is, uh, it's the only apple that makes a red delicious look appetizing. I'd say it's an Illuminati backed crapple and it's a piece of garbage. The Rainier Gala, one of the worst apples in all of apples. It's like eating uh, Clorox wet naps 
uh, without dying, basically. Oh it's, it's a horrible, it's got the acidic kick of expired medicine, and like the, it's got a filmy texture. Uh, it's, it's a mediocre apple mm. from, a, from a fruit company that's wildly inconsistent. And if you, <laughs> if you go with the gala, go with the New Zealand Australian Royal Gala, not these other gala pretenders. I mean, you hear that. <laughs> now I hear it now, and I remember the, the brands. Yeah. But at the supermarket, it can swirl around your head. You know, you're looking at Cosmic Crisps, you're <laughs> looking at the Royal Gala, you're looking at a Royal Crisp, or and you're like, which was the which bad the, one, which, which was, was the, the good, good one? one? He joins us again now. Uh, Brian, good to hear from you, buddy. Ahoy to you. Hello. It's so good to be back to share my Apple wisdom with Australia once again. Well, this one comes as a sp- specific call-out from a, from a girl called Maddie. Okay. She writes, and I'll read it verbatim. Years ago, you guys had on the show The Appleist, mm-hmm. which was very good. Thank you. So that's, that's nice to hear, isn't it, Brian? <laughs> You're sincerely up Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to get you up to reminisce about that. <laughs> um, he's, he, she goes on to say, one particular apple he spoke of was the Cosmic Crisp. Yes. Which he went on about. Being years ago, the memory was stored, but kind of forgotten when suddenly it reappeared at my local supermarket, displayed proudly. I purchased some of these and took them home to try. Amazing. I was proudly introducing them to everyone. No one had heard of the Cosmic Crisps. While telling people what about the episode, I suddenly remembered he talked about this on his website and I looked up the Apple's website. Imagine my surprise when looking at the website that it wasn't at number one. Instead of being in the top five or top ten, is it is listed in the top 25 shittiest apples. <laughs> this is why I, this is I think why I texted the other day from the supermarket because I have clear memories of the cosmic crisp being named the winner. Yes. And I think that's confused me as well, Brian. And then Maddie goes on to say, I wonder if Big Fruit has got a hold of him. <laughs> Okay, yeah, a lot, a lot here, a lot of a lot of fruit to take off the tree here, Brian. First of all, is any of your Apple opinions sponsored by big or small fruit companies? No, I am a hundred percent independent, uh, and I, I review my apples for the love of the fruit. And I don't make any money. In fact, I lose money doing this. <laughs> As a true fan should. Okay. Okay. So that, that's good to hear. So, yeah, where's this cosmic crisp confusion come from? Because I think that day that I texted you, Brian, and Andy <laughs> from the supermarket with my kids, and I was talking of a big game to the kids. So I was like, don't worry, guys, Dad's got a friend that mm. knows all about apples. We're going to get the very best apples. Uh-huh. I think I had in my head, too, I remember the cosmic mm. crisp being exalted, being heralded as a great apple. Well, it's an interesting apple, the Cosmic Crisp, uh, because it, it is part Honeycrisp, which is why I elevated it to have high expectations. It's got great lineage. Honeycrisp is one of the best apples in the world. It's one of the most popular apples in the world. And when I first tried the Cosmic Crisp, I expected it to be as good, if not better, than the Honeycrisp. It should have been the heir apparent to the Honeycrisp apple. In fact, it is the most marketed apple in history, <laughs> they spent $10 million advertising the Cosmic Crisp. It was supposed to be the next big apple. And right. The iPhone 20. <laughs> I, I was able to try the apple early before wow. it went to the mass be nice. market. And when mm-hmm. I tried it early, it wasn't very good. And they told me that it's maybe not ready yet. 
And then um, <laughs> it wasn't it it it, 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 la- it wasn't ripe enough, and it lacked the crispness I would expect from an apple that heralds Honeycrisp yep, lineage. Yep. Yep. Too tart? Was it too tart? It tasted. It had no flavor. I think it was just not. It truly wasn't ready. It had no flavor. It tasted yep. like biting into a wet rock. Like you, you, <laughs> you don't taste anything. Soft wet rock. <laughs> but was it the size of an apple? I mean, can apples get to full size but not be in flavored yet? <laughs> uh, well, I guess they can. They can if they, they're you, not you, fully ripe. If it's early in the season. Then they can be flavorless. It's sounding like a snow cone, a snow. Sorry, one of those like a snow cone cone that hasn't had the flavoring squirted right. on it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah, it's just ice at the moment. <laughs> then we squirt the blue or the red on it. <laughs> it's great. Then it's Delicious. finished. So where does it sit? So did you then give them the benefit of the doubt? You would have been keen to go straight back to your keyboard and tell the crisp what what what's what. But what have you done instead? Have you held back your judgment? I held back my judgment and I waited till it came to mass market so I could try it uh, as the public did. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, did, did Maddie say whether she liked the apple or not? No, she was more just, she feels like, you know, when you t- someone tells you to go see a good film mm-hmm. and it's the best. And then when it wasn't the best, you get confused where if it was kind of pitched in as a mediocre film, you yeah. could have walked away going, oh, I really like that. I think I, she's just confused. I we, think she was excited to yeah. share with her family that she'd bought home a kind of a celebrity of apples. <laughs> and that is that is maybe, that was my recollection too of the Cosmic Crisp episode, although now I realise maybe I was slightly conflating the fact that it was this hyped apple. Yeah. They had a huge marketing spend it's behind hyped. it. It's hyped. It's hyped. Yeah, it's not, it is a celebrity apple, but it's more like a reality star as opposed to, Tom Cruise or something because it's yeah, it, yeah. There's you, no substance. you hear about it all the time you hear but then you you in person it's not as good right yeah, this is well Brian we actually experienced this for the radio show um, if any big star came out to Australia for a film, yeah. the film was pretty shit generally because they, <laughs> they if, if, yeah. if it was good, they didn't have to come to Australia. Yeah. So, we, and like, you know, suddenly we've got the Dwayne, Ro- the Rock Johnson in the studio. We're like, oh, he was coming this- out for Tooth Fairy. He wasn't coming out for Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> so the million, the $10 million spend maybe speaks it to covers, this it covers phenomenon. Yeah. It covers a problem. It's an incredibly well named. The, the name is incredible. It's, it's marketed great. well. It has great lineage, and mm. it doesn't taste bad. The reason why I put it on my pure shit mm. apple list is because it does not match the hype. It was supposed to <laughs> yeah. be the next big apple. It's yeah. supposed to compete with the Honeycrisp. It's supposed to compete with the uh, Red Delicious and the Gauls mm. of the world. It's supposed to be the next big apple. Yeah. I don't want to do a definitive review of the Cosmic Crisp apple. In fact, Maddie is not the only one to be confused and befuddled by this apple. I mm. have given it mediocre reviews. I have given it bad reviews. It is mm. hyped. It is confusing. There's lots of people saying lots of different things. There are paid enterprises that are putting information into people's mouths and brains about the Cosmic Crisp being amazing. And yep. I just want to make sure that I review it properly so that the Maddies of the world are not let down. My brand is gold, and there's nothing more <laughs> important to me than people respecting what I have to say about Apple. And if Maddie is upset by what I have to say, then I will say this. I would like to personally apologize to her for putting her in the position to be so embarrassed and ashamed of delivering an Apple to her family. That is against the frangy code that is against everything I stand for my whole life. I have no children. 
I have no children. All I have to leave behind in this world is my reviews and recommendations of Apple. And if there is even one person, if there is even one person who is disappointed by that, then my entire life is put into question. Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Well, question will, of legacy, an will, absolute legacy play there. I think legacy protected there, Bryce. So yeah, we'll again, wait. We'll wait and get the official review. We'll look up your website. But I fell course. into the same trap, and that's yeah. why I was messaging the other day because I forgot the good. I remembered the name mm. again. It's that dang. It's that. Dang marketing at work. <laughs> I remember the name Cosmic Crisp because they've spent the money on the name. Yep. And it's in my head for the wrong reasons. It's like a, you know, think of a famous song. Okay, I thought of Katy Perry. Hmm. Is she my favourite singer? <laughs> I regret to inform you she's not. But sorry, Paul Simon, you're not paying enough these days for marketing and and, and Katy Perry's got you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Frange, thank you very much for joining us, mate. Really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.